And Georgia so. I want to see. I want to see too. Fuck your students! <laughs> you have to save aliens! No. No, no, not quite. Not to me, you Batman. I thought it was because you were developing secret black hole technology in your basement that you didn't want anybody to find out. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say. So, Kelly, how did you make it to marriage counseling? Motherfucking demon souls! What did you try for? Yay! Live. We are live, and this is, of course, a Purge Hangers and Wall Hangers Media Network presentation number 132 in the bunch, if you no doubt don't know. And we are the Triforce Podcast. I want Matthew Bugrell, the Matt Man. To my left is Stephen Bugrell, Big Brother. And in the quarantine box today... I do not want to take your bone. Well, he thinks I want to take his bone. I think that's the title for the podcast. Below <laughs> the po- uh, behind Big Brother is our uh, hero time mascot, uh, Link Diablo, Linky Doodle, and he's got his bone that he's ever so gently chewing, and he often thinks that Big Brother is going to take it from him. I gave him the fucking thing. Yes. I gave it to him. Yeah, he's very protective. But in the quarantine box, we find. Uh, one Christopher Bristow, the old man, as well as Amy Tucker, no nickname needed. <laughs> okay. So, of course, we want everybody to go over to pjandwh.com where you're going to find the best moments from this podcast right there in playable form. Usually a minute or two-minute video showing you the highlight of whatever you're about to watch right down here in the latest updates. With Lugnut's podcast yesterday, Batman is a car guy. As well as Let's Play With Your Perjangers from last uh, Saturday. We were going over Elder Scrolls Online, the Greymore expansion, the Ever Quest of Linky Doodle, not that one, uh, the Nord Necromancer, who's a dual wielder. Uh, yeah, that guy doesn't dual wield anything besides bones. He's, you're eating, he's doing two of them now. So he's kind of like a point one necromancer. Because he does <laughs> enjoy know. bones. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 All right. On that bombshell, barking at shit. last week's Triforce podcast, fuck Left for Dead Portal. And, of course, you you can guys can actually, if you like us, you can contact us right here. Leave us your name, your email, and your message. Find us on all social medias. And, of course, every week we gather here together as nerd brethren and geek culture to stew on what I have dug up from the muck and the grime and the dirt of the internet. The nerdy news. Tonight... Warner Brothers are getting serious about considering something you might actually like. Sony unveils a new router. Cult classic games are making a comeback. Stadia upsets the gods. And Dean Hall flies too close to the sun. And more on the Triforce podcast. So... One thing we start off here, I try to add in a little bit of anime news here. And this one I found not surprising, but a little bit of an affirmation of the big giant, Netflix. Um, Insiders in the anime industry sat and talked with an online newspaper, the Tokyo Kizi. And essentially, the online newspaper published this saying that the people in the industry are not really too keen on uh, Netflix. So they say that if the anime is a hit, it's a win for Netflix. But if it's a loss, it's actually a win for the production company. Because in the licensing deal, uh, the streaming rights, essentially, they don't get 
the production company doesn't get any kind of royalties. They just get a flat-out check, no matter how many views it, could, it gets. It could be the best anime this side of anything seen in Tokyo, but we only paid you a dollar for it, so I'm sorry. You know, crude, you know representation of the amount of money that they're we're talking about here. So, because here they're saying that a good episode of an anime can make 50 to 60 million yen per episode. How much is that in American? Old man? Supercomputer? Um, I will find out for you. There One we go. Yen, dollar? Yeah, but they also say that uh, the second issue is that Netflix doesn't reveal the viewership numbers at all. So you that, hear that everywhere, and that Canadians gives you, talk about it. It gives them is the hand, the upper hand, when it comes to renegotiating because yep. you don't know how, what kind of numbers were going on in that. You know, all your friends and a lot of people from the, your fans are saying, "Oh my god, I watched that," but you don't know what that translates down into numbers so that yeah. you can equate out to a better deal. So Netflix is screwing people. But are they? So, so I got the number for you. For, so to okay. equal ten dollars is one thousand seventy-four point zero five yen. To equal ten dollars, okay. so it's, it's not a lot. Thousand bucks. It's pennies. It's pennies. Right. That's essentially what it is. It's, they don't have. Now I know dollars. why they listed it in yen. And that's what the what the advertising insider says is a major title that no one knows can pay out to fifty to seventy million yen per episode. So fifty to seventy million yen. Yes, I'll get you the number. That was the number I was asking, sir. Thank you. But that is the episode for an, an anime that nobody knows about. You've never even heard of it, but you're going to pull in 50 to 70 million yen, which I want to say is a couple thousand? I'm probably it's wrong. Ba- basically $465,000. Yep. All right, that's not bad. That's, that's, that's a nice chunk and of And that's change. for an anime nobody knows about. That's actually really good. If you Thank watch God, your ex- we have <laughs> Amy No Name Needed. If you watch your expenses, you can make some money. You know, very, very, and especially careful. with animation, where a lot of uh, if you do the CG right and the hand drawn animation, you know, it can get pricey, but you can also get really good, you know, some really good stuff out of it because there's a lot of good anime out there. And one article that I'm going to here that is not such an uplifting note, but I saw it laid on here on The Verge AT&T. You know yes. them as the uh, empire that owns HBO and Warner Brothers, i.e. DC. Yep. They had a monopoly at one point. Yeah. So, essentially, um, AT&T, they want something really a good thing to kind of pick up and smack people in the face about HBO Max, and they want them to feel good. So what better to do that than a comic series called To The Max? And it's sponsored by HBO Max, i.e. AT&T, or DC Comics. Because really? they it, there is a partnership with DC Comics, but they want you to know that this is an HBO Max product. Now, this yeah. just keeps so getting... So DC says, <laughs> nothing to do with us. This just keeps getting more and more cringeworthy the more I read on. Because the new Hello. comic book... Hey! Kelly! Hey. Wilson, Kelly Collins in the building. So, Twitchy, we have... A new comic sponsored by HBO Max called To The Max. All right. And there's three heroes. Hector, 
Brian and Olivia, which, if you take the first letter of their name, of course, spells... Really? HBO. So they got really clever. Hector... Really went out on a limb there. When a... To the max Hector, when a school teacher finds a mysterious device, it sends him to fly into an incredible outer space rescue mission. Yeah. Yeah, I'm captivated. To the max Brian, a scuba instructor is transformed into a superhero who must save innocent people from a deadly storm in Singapore. These sound like one-offs. Yes. And Olivia... Is a down to earth, uh, down on earth, down on luck. I'm sorry, stand up comic, because they can be superheroes too. <laughs> and all that Does stands between her audience and gun toting criminals who plan to rob Las Vegas Casino is her. So you okay. gotta uh, take this because that what makes it sense. Is. That's totally in line with the comics I hear. Chock full of Easter eggs and fun nods to ten thousand hours of premium content currently available wow. on the streaming service. Ten whole thousand hours. Yeah, so you'll get done that by the end of quarantine. But the thing that really got me to cringe the most is probably. That, well, besides this guy having a Superman, uh, Henry Cavill Superman stash, mm-hmm. uh, that <laughs> is cringeworthy alone. All right. That's the school going, teacher I, I who picks up that, a string. You know, other things, because they need some good PR right now. No, that that is a school teacher who picked up a strange device and now has to race rescue people in outer space. What if oh, there's papers you, I that said, need to be I thought, I thought you were going to say Fuck that. Fuck your students! <laughs> you have to save aliens! But I gotta grade papers, man! Look, man, these papers ain't going to grade themselves. Can I bring them with me? No. No? Oh. No, you can't. It's but B for alien! <laughs> the comics embody the theme that HBO Max has something for everyone, and that everyone can be their own superhero and take themselves to the max. Did you grow up yet? A little bit. A little bit. Oh, God. I need a palate cleanser after that one. Yeah. But I got to say, man, it's a colorful ploy. They're trying to think of different marketing strategies which can bring people to HBO Max because they just got a whole bunch of content pulled off because of uh, previous licensing agreements. So they're like, hey, we're going to have this uh, later. Later. You got to watch it? Cool. It's coming back later. Later. And now they just pulled a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, not like you're going to miss Gone with the Wind, but still. I was going to watch that now, but too late. (laughs) Guess we can't. I had 40 years to do it, and I missed it. Oh, well. But. I don't think I missed anything. You know, Superman stash aside, there is something that may be happening here, just not quite now. Of course, the big news came out here is that uh, Wonder Woman 1984, as as well as the Batman, got uh, release dates moved. Okay, you got Wonder Woman 1984 now coming out. I believe October second of this year, and then 2021 October first, you're going to get Robert Pattinson the Batman. Okay. Now, what people think that Warner Brothers is trying to do here is they think they're trying to capitalize on the success of the Joker, because that came out in October. Released, you know, it made like nine hundred some million dollars worldwide, 
as being the world record on you know a rated R movie so so far right now. Gains made in, so they're trying to catch capture lightning in a bottle. So they think these movies are as good as the Joker. Well, they're trying to put it in a prime release date. I think it's mainly uh, you know keeping a DC movie coming out around that time. Well, they've consulted their Ouija board, and their astrologer says this is the way to go. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's use science now. Moving. Now, moving the Batman back from June to October gives you more time to put stuff into the film, especially with this setback in Hollywood from the COVID. Did you say Luigi board? Yeah, Yeah, he said Ouija. Ouija, not Luigi. Not like Luigi? No. No, no, not quite. It's me, you're Batman. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need that. It's a spicy joker. (laughs) <laughs> Another mustache aside, Tenant is actually moving back from July 17th to 31st. So that's not big of a shift. They're still kind of saying that this is going to be their kind of Warner Brothers like, hey man, this is our, we're going to show you we can do good movies. Okay. Putting out Tenant. Um, and it does Batman not near, have David Tenant in. Batman near Halloween is a good move, in my point, just because yeah. it gives that ominous. Like, yeah. you want a dark movie around Halloween because that's just like the. the look, the I finished. That you I told you guys in the chat that I finished. It's all the way at the bottom of the pile, but I finished year one. And they said that you they took inspiration from year one, which I'm hoping that they pull a Selena Kyle Catwoman straight from year one because that will fit right in. And a lot of this stuff in formation of early Batman years and this noir kind of film. I don't want them to rush it. I want them to have time to really work with this. Because, you know, Wonder Woman, that's all shot. That's done. You just keep pushing this back. The film is what it is, you know? And now you have 2021. You have Batman. Snyder Cut coming sometime. Now you have a second Batman. But the Battenson Batman will be a separate universe to its own. So we'll have to see how that turns out but one of the things that you may want to actually come to fruition is probably the next story which is that Warner Brothers is actually taking something serious and that is really a Justice League reboot okay you're just gonna try again okay when in doubt try try again I'm all for it. Maybe you'll get it right this time. Just keep bashing your head up against the wall, man. It'll break sometimes. Sources close to We Got This Covered say that the lineup for the reboot is going to be Batman, Superman, Batgirl, Black Canary, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, and Green Lantern. That's a solid lineup. It's a pretty good group. You got Black Canary, which... They can take over the one Black Canary that they already had cast from the uh, Birds of Prey movie, or they could just go, you know, flat out, new universe, reboot, bitch, get new people, you know? Now, they're also talking maybe a rebooted Superman, maybe, you know, uh, you get a black Superman in there like Michael B. Jordan. There's a lot of rumors going on around there, but it is saying in this article that they are taking things, it's in early discussions but the studio is very excited for the future of this because James Gunn is set to produce and oversee the development of the DC Extended Universe for the next couple of years. So, James Gunn, not Kevin Gunn. Kevin Gunn's going to continue doing his thing with MMR, but James Gunn is going to keep doing <laughs> movies. Probably Every after. fucking time. 
<laughs> you know, maybe after you know sui- uh, su- the Suicide Squad, he goes on does Guardians. Now you have James Gunn come back, guiding where we need them to go for DC. Because you got to admit, I know we haven't seen anything from the Suicide Squad, but I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy one and two, and both of those were excellent films. They were good. And old man, do you agree? Does anyone have an opinion? I do agree. Let them um, know you're alive. <laughs> yes, and not I am a computer-generated um, image. <laughs> what? It, uh, 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 um, that's how you sound on our phone calls, anyway. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's just because of my house. Anyway, uh, yeah, I thought it was because you were developing secret black hole technology in your basement that you didn't want anybody to find out. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say. No, no. Oh, that's the Rosetta Stone, not the Rosetta. Oh, Stone. oh we'll, we'll, we'll just <laughs> we'll just edit this part out then. Right. Live viewers, just yes, forget you. you saw thank that. You. All right. <laughs> so, what do you think about a super, about a Justice League reboot? Do you want to see the Snyder gang come back, or do you want to see a new gang come in? Because they're also saying that Gail Gadot and Aquaman would be tapped into this. Do we bring back Batfleck? Do we uh, recast? Sure. Do we give Batson the chance? You could always leave it as a multiverse event too. So. You know, like have the Justice League have their own their own line to, to follow down, and then have Battinson and his multiverse, uh, whatever Earth it's going to be, go down that path. Now that's what they're and saying it, here is that this reboot is going to be one portion of the puzzle, and that wherever they go with this reboot, it's going to converge back in to a crisis-like event. So you're going to have your Battinson universe, you're going to have possibly even your Joker universe, and then your reboot universe, the HBO Max universe. They can have all this going on, the Berlantiverse with the Arrow. You can have all this stuff going on, all these people going in on all these DC comic things that you love and different eras and ports in comic history, and then have them all converge at one moment for an epic crisis yeah. event. Yeah, that could and, be good. And I think, I think each one, both the TV and multiple movie verses, should be you know cultivated to a point where they all come to fruition and meet and meet at some point and then and then again go off to their beaten paths again yeah absolutely just realized i'm cutting off chris's head and kelly looks like he's sitting on the beach for a photo (laughs) (laughs) hey guys everybody get in close all right now kelly is just right above us so i'm on my phone i'm laying on my bed yes now i'm poking him in the eye yeah Uh, it's funny here, want want some of this? Some food. Anyway, sorry. But, Justice League aside, I'm really excited for this. Now, the possible crisis event, we already had that, so this is obviously later on down the line. You're going to have to let give this time to ruminate. Yeah, you got to let it breathe. <laughs> uh, the raptor oh, voice yeah, has spoken. Like <laughs> what happens when you stop wearing underwear? You let it breathe. Yeah. Yeah, no, you wash it. You wash it. That's kind of like a reboot of your underwear, though. One thing that's <laughs> not a reboot is a sequel. And the Spider-Verse yeah. sequel is coming here, folks. It's awesome. been announced oh, earlier my. on, but it's officially started production as of June 8th. Okay. So, with the Spider-Verse sequel, we are not going to see this until, uh, I believe, October 2022. 
I think it says October or uh, either October or uh, August seventh, twenty twenty two. So we're not going to see it for a while, but they are beginning production. You have Nick Kondo, the lead animator, who took to Twitter to say, first day on the job with this video Media that, that can't could not be, be played." played. <laughs> we don't accept that. We get the video played. It's essentially very loud music video that I didn't turn off the volume to, but it's the logo 2022 Spider-Verse. It's happening. Um, I gotta say that I'm really liking... uh, I love the first Spider-Verse. I love what they did with it, Mm -hmm. and I think that with the sequel, they are talking. Amy Pascal... Uh, producer said in a previous statement that the movie would focus around Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy's relationship. So we'll have to see if that gets hot and heavy later on. But In two different universes. Hey man, these crazy kids can make it work. I got faith in them. There's also okay. possibly a you should have seen in his current verse too. Look, you didn't see the look in her eye when he took off half of her hair with his spider. Stickiness. No, it sounded I, dirtier than I wanted it to. <laughs> he got his spider stickiness all in the <laughs> air. <he said. laughs> I didn't mean for it to sound. He just got his spider stickiness all in his hair. He covered half her head. Spider Man can really put out. Spider Man doesn't like to brag. It's called show prep, everybody. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I've been prepping for this all day. I will be prepping for the next Spider Verse movie. Hopefully, they get Nick Cage back. Maybe you get the Japanese Spider Man in there. You get some other kind of different Spider Verse. Spider Pig. As by popular demand, you have to have Spider Pig in there. Yeah. And one thing that you must also do is be excellent to each other because we got a very, very big trailer here for an epic adventure. 25 years ago, they played a concert in front of the entire world. And then, of course, now, one month ago, they played uh, in Bristow, California, in front of 40 people who were mainly there for free two uh, $2 open tacos. So let me tell you this. I've been searching forever, uh, as long as I know, for a Wild Stallions hat that Bill wears. <laughs> or Bill wears. The red one. And I can't, yeah. I, I, you can't find it, like an actual one. I've been looking forever. Now, I mean, okay. one thing, sadly, that you're not going to see in this, man, is George Carlin. Well, he's, he's, dead. he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. You can't really... But, I mean, even still, they're going on with it. They're trying to steal the song from themselves. And it's Bill and Ted face the music. Not the place that they'd find themselves, but I never thought that I would like to see Keanu Reeves hulked out with, like, a a prison mullet. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like a good movie. (laughs) <laughs> like, it's yeah, definitely uh, one to see. It's definitely However, one to see. Bill and Ted actually got moved up. Um, the trailer dropped, and it was planned. The plans moved up to August fourteenth, following the news that Wonder Woman was going to be moved back to October. Meanwhile, Matrix Four has been bumped up from April first, twenty twenty two, or to April first, twenty twenty two, and Godzilla vs King Kong is also got a new date. They're talking May 21st date for that one. 
So a couple things got bumped up here. Uh, Hollywood's doing a bit of a shuffle around. And one thing, ooh, this story that I already prepared for. One thing that's not getting shuffled around, well, that's this next story right here, because PlayStation... Do you need a new router? ...happened to have a special event for the release of their new router. And, uh... Let's get into this. They got the box. They started this convention, this whole thing off, and... Oh, this is the whole thing. Fuck that hour thing. Here we go. We got the good shit. Here we go. This is your console reveal of the PlayStation router, PlayStation Five. They have a whole bunch of shit that you're probably going to be able to. This is probably just showing off the graphics uh, capability of the PlayStation Five uh-huh. and how all the individual little balls are moving simultaneously to show that you have a lot more detail. Blah 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 blah. But but you can like fake that through programming, right? Hang on a second. You're telling me those aren't real? You could totally fake it. I mean, yeah, right. You got, yeah. Uh huh. You made thousands of little balls. Oh my uh-huh. God. Sure, you did. Uh-huh. That really blew my mind. I think it's a skin. There Ooh, we go. On. Now, that's what it is. Yes. Now we have this is your epic router. Now, I saw a picture of it sideways. Our which router looks better than that. It looked, it may, honestly, a picture of it sideways it. looked it, make it look, uh, look more like a taco. Okay. Like a router taco. It's 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 a different design. They're trying to go for something that would look good in your home, something stylish that would look good in your home. That that doesn't go with anything in my home. They're Japanese, well, man. Everyone loves tacos, so that's fine. Okay, well, <laughs> but Kelly wins. Kelly tacos. would also like the fact that they also announced that they're going to have this one, which is it has a disk drive. But they're also going to have a diskless version as well. So here you Watch see the disk, diskless and disk with system. Uh, you could just say digital only. But I like you, diskless. You sick, That's sick less man. fun. Yes. I, less fun I, like, I like disk diskless. One other thing I liked was this trailer right here for uh, Horizon Forbidden Frontier. They came out of the gate strong with this one, with this world, man. You look at the oceans crashing in, and this is the Forbidden West, so we're talking America? Or there's another Forbidden West I don't know about, with a lot of skyscrapers and American-looking planes. So, I still need to play this series, because just like the first time I saw this like reveal trailer for this IP, I knew I had to play it. I think it was on. Pl- uh, it's on PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now for a while. Yep, it's available. And only if you had time during. Come the on, day. man! Shit, or get off the pot. What are you doing? Come up here or not? I don't want to be up. Jesus! I've convinced people to do worse things for less <clears throat> stress. Anyway. But we see her riding a mechanical horse and all the mechanical fierce beasts that we did report before. It, they're going for more uh, of like a kind of tightness feel for some of their uh, beasts. So we'll have to see how this one plays out. But honestly, with a lot of people giving The Last of Us Part Two really good reviews, I got to imagine that this is going to be more along the uh, lines of the same thing. This was also a Game of the Year contender when it came out, when the first one came out anyway. 2016, I believe. No way. 
So, I mean, I really, uh, I do enjoy a good story, and I did hear that it had one of the best. Uh, so we'll have to see how this one turns out. Some old mecha crocodile. And an underwater city. A Japanese underwater city. Or With city. Uh, holographic dragons, because who yeah. would not want holographic dragons? I want one in my front it room. Looks like- Steve, it looks like there's lots of cutscenes though, so you might not like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say the first one is turn on a cutscene, but it's not that it's not cutscene heavy. When it's not, it's, it's not Hideo Kojima cutscene heavy. That's why I was about to say it's not made by Hideo Kojima or you know, Quentin Tarantino. I can take a normal cutscene, just not a Hideo Kojima. Four is that Indra's Elba? No, oh, that's, the, that's the that's uh, the the hotel think, clerk uh, from. John Wick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I'm really liking the Horizon Forbidden West coming to the West soon as they can. And uh, on we go with this one, which took me by surprise, even though when they announced it, it was right after the Grand Theft Auto V re-enhanced version. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. But... <clears throat> How many times are you going to sell us the same damn thing? You see the Marvel logo, and you get excited. Just a... Right here, I'm like, oh. Oh, Spider-Man? I already knew. Miles Morales? Oh, my God. They're doing Miles Morales? I thought... Yeah. Amazing. Already. Well, so so it's it's kind of a tie-in with Into the Spider-Verse that they, they could possibly tie this story... Into the Spider Verse and have them to meet up. Who knows? Honestly, I think it's because of the Spider Verse that we are getting this fantastic game. They yeah. took Spider Man, the PS4 version, they enhanced it for PS5, and they said, "What can we do different?" Miles Morales. We alluded to him, give him his own standalone game, his own villains, his own story that is like its own standalone thing, like uh, uh, Uncharted did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lost, uh, lost, lost, uh, lost legacy. Yeah, there you go, lost legacy. Yes, but I'm really excited for this, man. You know, this Miles awesome. Morales is a great Spider-Man, especially with the into the Spider-Verse movie. That really got me, and I'm like, you know, what, man, I gotta look into more of the Miles Morales kind of. Uh... Oh shit! No, fuck! Damn! Now that's gonna have all that shit I undid. Oh, no, it won't. Anyway, Resident Evil 8 Village. Fuck you, it did. Damn it, I had all this undone. I was like, oh, I can just click on that. No, I can't. But Resident nice. Evil Village, that trailer was really creepy. I don't know why oh, they that, that, here. That gave, me, that gave me the chills. That was awesome. It, it was awesome indeed here. And uh, more importantly... Oh, for the love of the all of <laughs> but Gran Turismo 7, when you're announcing a, especially something that is important like a console, you got to have a great system game like a racing game to really show off the graphics. Gran Turismo as a series has, has fallen off a little bit, only to yeah. be overtaken by Forza. Oh yeah, Forza is much better. I'm cautiously yeah. optimistic when it comes to Seven because Seven has the potential 
because Forza is getting a little wacky with, you know, you know, Motorsport and Horizon, you know, and the Lego mode. Let's be honest. The last, uh, the last great racing game had the Holy Trinity in it, which was Clarkson, <laughs> Hammond, and May. That was the last great racing game. Yeah, it was a Forza Grand Tour. Yeah, man. Well, they were top tier at that point, but yeah. yes, the Grand ooh, Tour guys, ooh, ooh. which they're special shot. We're seeing more of that eventually before the apocalypse, but you'll probably get Gran Turismo Seven before that, and then uh, maybe not. Now, yeah, another one that came through here was Ratchet and Clank. Oh my God! Finally, this was I love the game. The humor in these games, they're so much fun. Oh, oh yeah, the, the humor, the weapons, the crazy weapons, everything that happened in the games where you had to go back, you had to play them all, especially when they came out on the PlayStation. I think it was two. Uh, yes, the first one came out on mm-hmm. the second PlayStation, and instantly it has that action adventure type. You got that buddy, you know, system of you and Clank just going through shit. And Ooh. Alien Worlds, great stuff. I, what was the name of the green guy who was, uh, looked like a um, superhero? Uh, Commander uh, Captain. Oh, I forget. It was Captain? I think it was Captain something. Stink? Captain Quark. Stink? Quark. Yes. That's what it is. I knew it sounded like Quark. Yes. And I mean, if they're doing this, I it it brings me hope for Jack and Daxter. Yeah, I, and yeah. you know what series that kind of that was awesome as well on the PS2 era, Sly Cooper. I want them to yes. revive that as well. They did do a reboot of Sly Cooper. Yeah, well, at least a, a, a more. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a full-on reboot. Well, remastered. You know, Capcom or Square Enix or Cap. No, Capcom makes their money off of that shit. You know, mm-hmm. don't go, don't go dissing the remasters there, son. That's how they make a quarter of their capital. Well, but especially the multiverse kind of theme here to where you're drifting through all these different worlds it's just this is the game we need and deserve Hmm. there's no Batman here man this is the game that everybody wants and deserves especially right now everybody needs a little ratchet and clank in their life man always where's ratchet fantastic So, look out for that one. And, of course, I did everything, so I'm probably not going to sit through all 26 of these fucking game things that I thought. Darks, or Demon Souls. Demon Souls. That one looks fantastic. The trailer for this one, obviously you can go to IGN to check this out, but the trailer for this one is actually really impressive because I'm sitting here describing it to Big Brother, and I'm just like, man, this is really kind of, because I never played Demon Souls. And I was like, man, this is really kind of like Dark Souls kind of horror and art style. He was just like, so kind of like Demon Souls? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, like really cool. Yeah. And it turned out to be Demon Here's Souls. Here's a game that I'll never play because I'll get too mad and break everything in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should probably avoid it. So, Kelly, how did you make it to marriage counseling? Motherfucking Demon Souls! <laughs> like, okay, calm down. Babe, we talked about this. Calm down. There's All no right. demons here. I'll call the priest. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, man, I straight up rage quitted when I was playing Skyrim because of the lack of autosave. I made it a good, you know, quarter way across the map, and then I died off of something random, and then I got sent back three hours in my own time. 
and I no, felt I so defeated. I get, I get that. You know, you can write a script. Skyrim. For that. That's not. That's not play for seven days straight, seven hours, being really careful, and then all of a sudden you got to start all over. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I've, I've, I or, see. I sense. I, I struck yet, a little bit of pain in your soul there. Or yeah. better yet, somehow you struck off the a cliff, demon in his soul. Somehow falling off a cliff, and then your soul that you have to pick up is literally on the edge. So every time you go to get it, you fall off. <laughs> yeah. you have to do it over and over. And that, over. That's some of the best shit. And the way the bodies flop around, I love that. Again, kids, <laughs> the word of the week is masochism. Masochism, kids. <laughs> One thing that may actually make you masochistic is this next game that looked fantastic, Deathloop. We saw the trailer of this oh back, I think it was like E3 last year. A real yep. kind of 60s cop style uh, time loop that you're, they're, two assassins are caught trying to kill each other in, which is a great You know what I'm glad, though? You know what I'm glad? It doesn't have Bruce Willis. Okay. Why? Because it, it was a movie based on the same premise. Looper. So you don't like Bruce Willis? Yep. Looper. Oh. Yeah, it had him and, he's him a, and Gordon. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Levitt. Joseph yeah. Gordon, he's yeah. a big fan of Time Cop, but not Looper. Okay. Well, <laughs> to each their own, I guess. Well, JCVD is way more badass. Sorry. <laughs> Does a lot more cocaine, too. <laughs> and, of course, like the racing game, you got to have your sports game in there, NBA 2K21. Uh, one thing that I, w- I was pointing out to Big Brother when I saw this in the presentation is that it's something about the clothing. that It's still not oh. right. It's, yeah. it's the skin... The, the water, the light. I got it. This gen, you got lighting. You you went to school. You found out about lighting. I'm really proud of you. Do something about foliage. Do something about clothing. <laughs> this little stuff. I, I get it. You know how light works. That's great. Light affects water like this. Yeah, they have science classes about that, man. Just let's let's keep going with the with the graphics. But there's still something off about this gen. Yeah, yeah. it's called patching. Here we go. And, of course, like I mentioned uh, in the uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, you're getting Grand Theft Auto V. In case you haven't played it enough. Again. Played enough. And people give Bethesda shit, man, for Skyrim? Really? Again? In 2021? Yeah, but the, you, you can't. It's oranges and apples because at least GTA V is online, whereas Skyrim is single player. So, essentially... One person has bought it across four different platforms, and mobile, <laughs> and Alexa. Well, the benefit is that your library goes from uh, your PlayStation to the new PlayStation Five, I believe. Yes, I will. I, that's I'm. Glad so you don't have to buy this again unless you want the enhanced version with all the stuff from the cutting room floor, no. and of course they covered sure. the controller and all the features of that. Sackboy, uh, not going over that. Hitman 3, man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that one looks awesome. That was an amazing Matt, yeah, you have to You have to say yes to this, because if, if Bethesda offered a Skyrim that had Fedora mode, you would buy it. Not just for the Fedora mode. It would have to be like a really low deal. Have to be on sale. Like practically and they have dirt Auto save. I don't know. I would have had to have. I don't know. Maybe drank and a ho- killed a whole like 
Coruscant temple full of yinglings. Uh, I, I don't know. That that <laughs> would be a hard sell for me, even with a fedora mode. Now, if it's a skin of a fedora in a game, especially pre-order, you have my money. I'm just saying. Or is it DLC with its own side along quest that, you know, I'll take either. the douche. Another thing I will take is Ghostwire Tokyo. This trailer actually looked good because it showed you a lot of what you're going to be dealing with. A little bit more information coming out of this one because essentially, because it's Tokyo and Japan, you're going to be hunting spirits in Tokyo. The best part about this is that it has that next-gen graphics in there, so you're going to be seeing Tokyo like you haven't before if you have seen a representation of that in the game. It's going to be a lot more intricate and detailed because of this next-gen physics. So... While they haven't gotten everything pinned out graphically, they are upping the amount of detail that you can add into these games, which is a nice improvement, especially with the other hardwire, uh, hardware adjustments that we've already previously talked about. It's a nice thing. One thing I will actually I will sit through is this one right here for Godfall, because, oh, yes, it's doing that thing again. Just give it a minute. It skips. No. Ha! It's still uh, it's still muted it though. But Godfall, they released some gameplay footage. Now we had that one Reddit thing where people pieced together like a couple different images online, but that's not like the footage we're seeing here. This is the melee looter. Hmm. To where it's not a looter shooter, this is melee looter. The melee looter is looking really fantastic here, especially with the dual wielding there. And you have your shield and sword, staves. The amount of kind of just gameplay alone with just a sword melee based instead of having, you know, like Warframe to where you have both. Mm -hmm. Or Destiny to where it's just guns. It's a nice option that looks fantastic. It reminds me of like a For Honor hack and slash. That's how I would deem that. Okay. <clears throat> and this was a big one to come out here, man, because a lot of people have been waiting for some Godfall footage here, and it it's looking like this is the game that a lot of people are going to be sinking a couple hundred hours into. Easily. Easily. Yeah, easily. Especially with the next-gen graphics, with the Wi-Fi router that you're about to buy. Wouldn't that be shit if the PlayStation 5 had absolute crap connectivity? <laughs> it looks like a router, but it was shit right with the internet. I just and find that would be shit. You know, well, my problem is I can't blame it on Comcast, so, you yeah. know. Yeah, so there's that, too. So check with your Comcast provider before you buy your PlayStation router. Um, God, there's... 26 games is so fucking long, but... One of the other ones besides that, Pragmata came out, uh, Astro play, Astro's Playroom, of Odds. course, Odds World. A, uh, Abe's Exodus was the first one that really hooked me for Odds World, but yes. it was Hello. Uh, especially Hello. with the next with the next gen. And Abe is he's your man, you know, not the military. Um, Returnal, which you may want to Returnal. Um, but it's the next gen game from developer House Marquee, and there's no release date given on that one. It was a okay kind of you know a lot of these are just kind of announcement trailers, not much in the way of what you're actually going to be doing in there. 
Why aren't you playing? I'm right here. Hi. Yeah, we're trying to see a odds world, not the Marines. Anyway, only few trailers would I actually sit through, and this is probably the last one uh, for IGN. But getting hot in here. Odds world, really looking good. They're starting to show. They do show off some stuff in here. Some really great character graphics. You see Abe and all the weird creatures with actually without their mouth sewn shut. And there we go. He's kicked down a hole. Especially with this, to where the level of detail in the background in that traditional platform-esque oh, yeah. style gameplay. Yeah. You know, it's like an excellent side-scroller. Absolutely. Especially, you know, side-scrollers with this next-gen could really step their game up. Oh, yeah. And that's what I'm seeing with Odds World. I saw a lot of it when I was looking over the coverage from the PC gaming show. IGN has the summer of gaming where they're just releasing a whole bunch of um, uh, uh, indie games and stuff like that, lesser known games, but a lot of them, side scrollers, top down, classic kind of games that, especially with the way that graphics are, just because, oh, I used to play platformers, you shouldn't necessarily say that because, especially with graphics, there's a lot of stuff that you may be missing out on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because of it, just because it's a 2D platformer doesn't mean it can't, it can't have. 3D depth and and gorgeous graphics. I mean, like some oh, of the yeah, best like games that. are platformers, and oh, you know yeah. it just goes to show that the the genre should still exist. Like Ori in the uh, Ori in the Blind Forest and the Will of Wisps. Yes. I mean, those are two great platformers. Yeah. So it, you know, it just goes to show you that there's still, you know, we still crave that, you know, that experience. You know? Yeah. Now, Project Athea was kind of like a mystic. Looking game, kind of neat, neat, you know, kind of looking cool. Stray was absolutely fantastic. You are a cat in a, a world full of robots with a backpack. Yeah. Released sometime 2021. Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. That one was an action adventure game where you kind of have these little, like, fluffy uh, adipose walking around there, kind of like Pinkmon. And following you, and they're like your little henchmen, like in uh, Overlord. You kind of look yes. like Overlord. So that one may be different. Goodbye Volcano High looked like an artistic styled rendition of Dinosaurs, the TV show, except during okay. high school. So it had a touch of radiation from Japan. All right. So, Jet, not the Jet was the uh, flight kind of simulator showing off flower style that, oh, we can have a lot of beautiful gra- background with some basic level gameplay. And uh, I think the last one it wasn't important. So, yeah, it wasn't important. So, we will go on in the news. And one thing that I did see is a new Transformers game. Ooh. Interesting looking. Top-down, rim-spinning. No, sorry, top-down view. Um, And it is looking interesting because it's uh, Megatron's looking for the AllSpark, and Optimus needs your help to make sure that he doesn't do it. In the trailer, we see Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Grimlock, uh, Ace, Windblade, and you'll be able to battle each other in a local multiplayer arcade also, they will allow you to assemble a team and try to that top th- uh, top down style gameplay to keep Megatron from taking the AllSpark. 
which is Isn't that um, always what they're doing. Well, that was a new thing from the uh, J- mm-hmm. uh, from the Abrams movies, right? The the yeah, all spark that was, he added well, that, that was in the new things yeah. from uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, the Michael Bay movies. Yeah, so there you go, Michael Bay. Um, yeah, but it was always something like. Um, in the movie, like the '84 movie, it was it was something else. I forget I forget the name of what it was, but let me look yeah. it up. I know they were always going after Energon. Yes, Energon is what they were always looking for, and what they were battling over in the cartoons. But one cartoon that I used to play all the time was a cult classic called Evil Genius. This Brilliant. was a oh, super it was Matrix. It was a, a supervillain simulator. In case you ever wanted to be a supervillain, this is your game, man. The uh, first trailer uh, dropped for this. We heard of it first back at E3 2019. Uh, Your quest for world domination continues. And some new features coming to Evil Genius, like new Evil Geniuses. uh, New type of invaders. New traps for those invaders coming in. Special henchmen. And uh, multiple levels of your secret lair which is huge for this game that's one thing that i oh, oh yeah. like you can't build stairs this one <laughs> they figured you out stairs. stairs they're like the daleks they finally figured out stairs excellent mm. recruit your special henchmen man this game is so much fun you travel around the world, sending your minions on uh, different heists to do. You can have a casino as cover, hire you know different people. They have other uh, secret uh, or other other kinds of main characters that you can be. One person is a person from the first game, so they have that kind of pullback there. But you got different kind of treasures that you search for and of course you have to have a weapon of mass destruction which uh, your secret evil weapon there here we see a fake safe lured to draw the invaders over to a secret area so you could kind of dispose of them see the intricacies of the bases i remember yeah yeah you could do who who makes this game rebel or uh, rebellion 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 it it has a similar like a similar like team fortress to Yes, like style to me because that's that's what I'm. And this is the best the thing where style. you saw those levels popping oh, yeah. up. It's 2020, man. It's coming this year. There, we're expected to see more stuff releasing soon, um, and I really can't wait to hear more about this and see more gameplay because this game just holds a special place in my heart, and I love Evil Genius. It is such a good and cult classics, man. When you find one, and they say it's a cult classic. I, I feel so happy to be part of that. Like, oh my god, I was one of those people who loved that. Yeah. That was me. I love that. <laughs> I was that little guy. So I always got to push forth the love for somebody who's doing something good like this one, Mortal Shell. We uh, get a new kind of trailer here for a different kind of warrior gameplay. They have some dual wielding. What the crap are you doing, Sega? So, Mortal Shell, we get a little bit more of the feel. Like we said, when this first came out, it kind of had like a um, kind of had like a uh, Dark Souls vibe. Mm-hmm. So yep. you're an evil, vengeful spirit who is uh, taking over these shells, who allow you to take over their weapons and uh, 
their whole skill experiences and allow you to fight through them like a little sock puppet. Yeah, their skill set. So the studio is made up of pro developers who have worked ex- who have an extensive background working on AAA titles. Set for release 2021 on uh, PlayStation 5 and Series X. And especially with dual wheel and axes, man, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty happy with any time you have dual wheel and axes cuz that's oftentimes when you have dual wheel to... anything is always a good thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like our dual-wielding necromancer, Linky Doodle, you can find every Saturday night on Let's Play With Your Projangers. Oh, my God. What? Promo. It's our stuff in the Projangers and Wall Hangers Love Balloon Box. Your sponsorship here. Um, yes. But I'm looking for that Speaking one. of sponsorship, the next, the next story is about... <laughs> well, I would like to get this one because this is another game that's getting a remake. X I I I or thirteen. This is another game that is considered to be a cult classic. It's got an interesting art style, and it was first released by Ubisoft back in two thousand three. Stylistic first person shooters coming to PC, PS four, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch November tenth with the special special edition. Uh, the special edition includes the game, obviously, a two sided metal case, three art cards, and fifteen in game weapon skins. Oh, weapon skins. Yeah. That I'm like, all right. Well, I mean. If you were a fan of the game, yeah, I guess that may tip you over. Not like here's a six-inch statue of an NPC you didn't care about. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, not to get very specific on that one, but it looks cool because I kind of like the the play style. Of this one, anything art style that has an art style like cell shaded like this done right, it really feels like you're kind of playing a comic. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's what I kind of get to feel uh, here with 13. I vaguely remember playing the original. I remember playing the original for like a, a quick minute because it was on GameCube and PS2. So I know what systems it was on. Oh, well, hang on a second. Here's my surprise face! Okay. Chris is like, oh, it came out in 1987 and it was on this. <laughs> <laughs> It actually came out on multiple consoles. Um, (laughs) Our our ever-loving supercomputer hopefully picked up this one while the story was actually... The video was still available. But the Stadia may have slipped up a bit. Ubisoft's God Monsters, we saw it last year's E3. It was briefly playable on Google Stadia, so all five people that have Google Stadia got to play a half hour of the game. Those five people, huh? Yeah, and actually, the jokes aside... Someone, was this Stadia thing the, released? Did I miss that? Yeah, no, Stadia's out. Uh, they, and oh, all jokes aside, care. a okay. few hundred people actually got to play an early build of this game. And they said they had uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey stand-ins for characters, because it's based in the same fucking world. Why wouldn't you? And it has that uh, that same art style as like Breath of the Wind mixed with Odyssey. But another thing that it adapted from Breath of the Wild was when you're climbing something, it had a stamina gauge. 
Now, this was an early build, so some some sources I've heard said that these that that build uh, stamina has since been you know moved away, and they've actually changed the name of this. It was listed on Stadia as let me find the name so I can butcher it, Orifice. Orifice, really? O r p h e u s. Orifice. It's Greek. You tell me. Stick it in your orifice and order it today. <laughs> Thank you. I'm All right, somebody else think of something better so that's not the podcast title. <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> but Stadia, I guess you could say, really uh, stuck something in the pooch's orifice in this one because a few hundred people playing this early build of the game was not something that they want to do. Like we see with a later story, somebody getting the leak out can kind of force your hand. Yep. So a it lot. Could. One one person whose hand is not forced is this guy right here, Samurai Jack, is back and open. We. Got a advertisement. No, um, we do have an advertisement for Messenger. But Samurai Jack is back now. People are saying in this review and a lot of what I've seen online is that it feels the graphically like a PlayStation Two game because it's not necessarily a bad thing. Gra- exactly graphically, yes. I can see PlayStation 2 GameCube era, but the amount of detail that is in the the scene is definitely this gen. They said reviewer said that the user interface still felt modern. It feels like a great game, and especially with the time hopping we're getting here, where you're seeing different forms Jack. of Jack, different parts of his life. How could you not want this? Samurai yeah, Jack. Awesome is still watchable. You watch that original Samurai Jack series, it's still great. Oh, yeah, fantastic. And, I mean, especially for this company developing this, that's a tall order to really, truly keep the fans' imagination still. And this is exactly what I want from a Samurai Jack game. So when we heard about it, we finally get some gameplay footage, and especially through the different levels, this is more platforming. It's it feels like you're watching the show. You know, it feels like can they it's just, like, still in that line. Can they just get a better person to like test the games out? <laughs> <laughs> they, Kelly, yeah, I, that's I, just I a guy at IGN. I just cringe. to let you know, look, just to let you know, that guy who's playing, they let him out of a cage for two hours from uh, uh, freedom. Two hours. And this is his two it's hours Schmeagle. to do something Schmeagle for the playing. game. Then they put him back in the cage and whip him until he makes another game. You ever see Pulp Fiction in the Gimp Box? That's where he is lives. This is precious. <laughs> Your precious? Is it a ring? Oh, no. It's not a ring. <laughs> um, but oh, okay. how could you no- not love my man Jack? And everybody's going to be looking out for this game. Uh, Samurai Jack is coming out on Steam! Uh, uh, That's why it's not the same without Kelly. This year. So, (laughs) y'all be waiting for my man Jack. Who's not? And one thing that I I always want people to check out is this one. I know Teddy School saw this one. He was equally excited for it as I was. Kids! Have you ever wanted to be a werewolf in the apocalypse? 
I tried it once, but it gave me heartburn, so I had to give it up. <laughs> okay. Can't so, besides him, kids, right. <laughs> if you've ever wanted to be a werewolf, werewolf, the apocalypse, earthblood, maybe your niche after this dazzling goddamn advertisement. It actually does look like a really good keyboard, though. Fireworks are yeah. out of control every night. Oh, okay. yeah, no, I've been hearing a bunch of fireworks. Um, like, yeah. There we go. So, here we see the uh, Nancon and Cyanide game releasing their cinematic trailer and uh, the upcoming Werewolf the Apocalypse game. They're thinking that the gameplay it should be expected in about a month on July 7th at the Nancon Connect event. And wow, that's convenient. It's coming out on the Epic Games Store for PC owners, but it's also coming out on PS4 and Xbox as well. So uh, we will see that on those console generations. You play as Cal Hall, out to rescue your daughter and take on an oppressive, dangerous mega corporation. You'll gain rage, right. and that will be able Cal Hall to transfer into a werewolf and uh, gain Looks special like powers. Looks like they're in an oil processing plant. That's kind of like Daredevil and the Ninja Turtles. That's how they became werewolves, is the oil processing. Toxic waste right. is very damaging. Okay, now you know. That's the Janger's tip for the day. Don't drink toxic waste. It was an old Alchemy uh, toxic waste station. It's where they used to dump the Alchemic uh, uh, toxic waste. Okay. Moving uh, on. You since can I can't bullshit it, but you can't say a single Japanese name. No. No. <laughs> no. In fact, we say them wrong on purpose. Yeah, because you know what? Just because nobody ever word. taught me Content. how to say Japanese names. As soon as somebody does, I you know, will. <laughs> someone out there wants to say the Japanese names, give us a ring. I will call Crystal you and I will put every single word you say in under my name. I'll just hold up my phone and play it. Yes. Um, uh, what we should do, <laughs> we should yeah. do is, is you should get... That would be you, hilarious. You, should re, you know, pre-read your stories and get all the names that you're going to be saying. Preload them into Google Translate voice. And then every time you're about to say them, just push play. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. I and do save like them as one. MP3 clips. Yeah, I like that one better than I like this next story. Because Daisy creator, Dean Hall... He reveals a new free-to-play game, Icarus, called Icarus. Here is my problem with Icarus. It's not the game at all. The game sounds great. Rocketworks has revealed the new game, uh, a free-to-play title from Hall, in which players will explore an alien world rich in resources. Uh, The survival game will task players to work together. (laughs) Will Oats be there Uh, with Hall? I'm, no, I'm so glad that I got that word out. Players are going to work together without laughing. And that was good. So they hope that players are going to work together oh. and uh, they That's will try to happen. survive the planet. And your player will be uh, stricken to an enviro suit and you're going to have to look at not only your oxygen levels but also food and water. So it, it I does... I sense another rust... Yeah, no, this is rust too. And here you see, it's like, oh, oxygen running low. You gotta get back to your escape ship or you're gonna die. Sucks, dickwad. I think I'll. uh, And then you're gone. This one. So, 
I played Rust. I'm good. Interesting I'm survival good. mechanic. You're going on pairing with a friend to try to tame a brave new world. It's coming to Steam and uh, add it to your wish list now if you want. However, the, the only way cooperation works on the internet is if you forbid people from murdering each other. Let me bring you up to another... Because you shouldn't murder each other. You should get along. But we don't seem to yeah, that's, that's, that's not the bad part about this story. The bad the part about this story... That's not the, the bad door part. When you're online. No. The bad part about this story is the person that who is the creator. Dean Hall. He left Boheme mm-hmm. Interactive before Daisy was even done. After five Years. It was four years at that point. Four years of development. He's like, okay, bye guys! And then he fucking left to do this game. So you didn't even finish your first product. But now you're going to Oh, don't worry. Build. He's got an escape plan. He plans on leaving here. Yeah, he already has a third game that he wants he's to leaving. do. He's leaving. He's, he's just going to do the same thing. You're going to build your success off the f- uh, creator of Daisy. Guess what? It was two years as a Daisy as a mod for Arma 2 or 3. Which the, the mod yeah, was better than Daisy when it originally came out. I've seen all the footage and have played it. Daisy was horrible when it came out on Steam, and it, it took five years for it to develop. Now you have him promising another game that is literally the same thing besides zombies. We're going to put you on an alien world. Finish one fucking game com- to completion, and <laughs> then I will give you credit. But he has majority stakeholder in this company. That is that rant is literally the only reason why I put this story on there. Okay. I mean, it Amy looks like knows, a good enough a- game. A- Amy knows this term quite well. It's called failing upwards. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hell, we do too. We fail upwards all the time. But that's not the point. We do? The point is, is that one story that we reported came true. Star Wars Squadron has been announced, and we have this beautiful bean footage, which is the trailer. And this game, reports were coming out as I was writing it, but it will take place after the events of Return of the Jedi. We'll see the Galactic Empire events against the New Republic. The single-player campaign will have you play as both the Empire and the New Republic pilots, Characters, ships can be customized with EA staying. And I'm sure they did it in bold text. That all customization will be earned solely through gameplay. Uh-huh. That's what you say now. <laughs> That's what you okay. say because you want people to buy the Here's game. Here's what's going to happen. An accountant's going to go, do you know... How much money we can make if we just charge them for all this free crap? And they're well, here's the thing: it. the price of the game actually has some speculating as to how big it will actually be because the price has been revealed thirty nine ninety nine instead of the full game price of sixty dollars. Hmm. So, are we just getting a small single player story? Is yep. this Battlefront? Is that what I'm asking? Essentially, is this Battlefront just the Starfighter portion? Uh, that's a to yeah. be determined. That is definitely a to be determined. Um, I mean, Battlefront like Two, same that. thing. Is it the same goddamn thing repackaged? Am I buying the my my leftovers from last night in tinfoil? Because I don't shiny. think you're gonna buy it, but you know, some people might. You know what? Maybe the old man will buy it, and it'll just pop up on the on the library. So that'll be good. 
Then I won't have to buy it. But (laughs) the cool part about this is that on release date of October 2nd this year for PC, Xbox, and PlayStation 4, that will be the same whether for for PlayStation and PC owners, whether or not you plan on using the VR support. So, this game, when you're flying around in your TIE Fighter, you're going to be able to play in VR. That is epic, especially for $40. If you have VR. If you don't, once again, this Invader Immortal, alright, we're working up to a reason to get VR. VR is a lot more than $40, though. Yeah. Yeah. But this game's only $40. It's like when you find an expansion of a game and you didn't re- realize that you needed the original game and you're like, oh, fuck. But this one was cheap. It's the same thing. So it's still going to be the same great game, but they're just adding that extra little Emerald Lagasse, the little boom at the end of it to really spice it up. Like, oh, if you like flying a, a TIE fighter, uh, you sir, really like it in VR. Bam. <laughs> so That's the copyright. Copyright. We can't use God, that, man. This guy has not writ, writ, read the copyright laws. No. Jeez. My, you uh, can't my say it. Emma Lagasse owns it. Yeah, only if it's in term of a cookie show, cooking show. This is not a cooking show. Oh, I'm baking my ass off. So this is as close to a cooking show as we're gonna goddamn. Hey, get. that was our last story. <laughs> <laughs> that was our last story. See the segue. Contact man. us on jnwh.com. Thank you for joining us. We thank everyone. Good night. Honestly, though, we do have one last end segment, which is uh, kids. What if? What poco- uh, What post-apocalyptic game world? <laughs> what post-apocalyptic game world would you rather live in? I was already thinking, I have a poll up there for anybody watching on the Facebooks of Fallout, Last of Us, Werewolf, The Apocalypse, Blood Earth, and also I added in there like H1Z1, like Daisy, that kind of, you know, uh, zombie world. My immediate thought, Fallout. Yeah. And what did I bring up to the table here? He brought up The Last of Us because of the you know game being releasing on Friday, which, mm-hmm. first off, I would much rather hang out with super mutants and rad roaches knowing that I could be covered in power armor with a laser rifle. And you can meet nice people. Unlike, exactly. uh, say, there's also Dead Island. Dude, if I could plan before I go, I would be so fucking rich with bottle caps. I don't. I don't think they're gonna take. I would be loaded. I'd be the richest man in the apocalypse. I think. I don't think they're just gonna take your counterfeit bottle caps. They'll need like real bottle caps. Look, a little paintwork, little counterfeiting will work, man. You just. I think a. I think a zombie got a Kelly because he's frozen. (laughs) Oh shit! Yeah, a zombie. A zombie bit Kelly, so unfortunately... He's done. He's been taken out. Free tag. Free Either that or... Well, transition. Either that or he just didn't put 25 cents in. He forgot to put an extra quarter in. You know, so you gotta have that out. extra quarter in there, man. So, honestly, old man, why would you even think of going to a post-apocalyptic world of Last of Us? It looks horrible. Everyone is uh, out to kill or rape you. Yeah. 
that's that's how people. I'm Even your zombie-like creatures. Have you not seen the news? Well, all right, fair enough. I mean, you know, The Last of Us is actually better than this world because apparently the Mayan calendar says like this Sunday is supposed to be the end of the world. So, who knows? It won't. I'm still gonna have to go to work on Monday. So. No, it won't. Don't, but don't check out the end of the world lug nuts podcast coming as uh, Apocalypse and uh, PM. Yeah, apocalypse or not, we're still going to talk. We're about still going on live. The cars. The cars that will never come. <laughs> Dumb motherfuckers. So, is there a time for the end of the world? It's really on not that complicated. Yeah. I don't know. We we'll have stop. to check the calendar. Before or after the podcast? <laughs> not now. Not now. Not now. No, not now. We have to turn the air conditioner on. Yeah. But. Amy, what kind of make a decision? Damn it! What, what kind of post-apocalyptic world would you rather kind of hang out in? I'm thinking Fallout, um, but you know, werewolves. Everybody likes werewolves, so you know what? If especially if you're a werewolf, that kind of seems yeah, like that upper one percent. Exactly. I mean, ninety-eight <laughs> so percent. Right. I'm, I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards <laughs> the werewolves. I was really split, but power armor, Amy, power armor. That's why I stuck with Fallout. But I was really tiptoeing on the werewolves because, I mean, come on. If you're a werewolf, man, you got nothing to worry about. Pretty Although, um, you got Except a killer silver. immune system. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're sparkly. Okay. Is no, that no, thing? those were that was vampires. <laughs> that was vampires. That was vampires. That was uh, uh, oh. that's it. Um, no. Just 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 stop. Stop where you're at. Furry. Not yes. far. You know what? Furry. I'm not going to apologize for not watching that shitty movie series, okay? I'm not going to apologize for that. And I stick you with watch my fucking it. joke. That's right. The only way you can watch it is riff tracks. Rift the track. only vampire for him yeah. is Tom Cruise. Exactly. Tom Cruise is my vampire. <laughs> Tom Cruise does everything. That yeah, yes, he's wonderful. Yeah. He actually sucked blood for that movie, so he knew the taste. Yeah. Got it off Angelina Jolie. But Sounds more like a Christian Bale method acting thing to me. But Where are you siding on this one? Are you going with zombies? Because I also gonna, think zombies would be a lot more manageable than, I'll go with the like a, Fallout because you could live in a city and kind of sort of be normal. Yeah, and Even if the city's like a baseball stadium, you can still have a pretty sweet setup. You have a nice setup in there if you work it right. Just don't settle in Megaton. No. Anything <laughs> where your town... Yeah. From, around a nuclear if, it's his, see, if you see Megaton, go in another direction. Go anywhere. What Don't was it? Children there. of the Light? Or yeah. children, children of the Atom? Children of, yeah, Adam. Children of the Atom. Yeah. You know, just avoid those guys and you'll be fine. But I kind of like that one. I think overall we settle with the Fallout universe for a post-apocalyptic world because not it's, all super mutants want to kill you. Some of them are nice, like the one that wears a dress. And ghouls. Some of the ghouls are still <laughs> highly intelligent. And fashionable. Or the one that carries around the Brahmin head and constantly talks to it. Uh, There's all kinds of mental illness, even in Fallout. Yes. Your PSA. I would be very happy there. (laughs) Because I work at a mental institution. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I picked it. So I can turn the air conditioner on as my only thing. Contact is a PJ and WH. Thank you, everyone. I'll turn this shit off. Hang on. Let me do it right. 
Thank yous goes out to William Unstetter, Kelly Collins, and Teresa Guyver for liking last week's Triforce podcast, Fuck Left for Dead Portal. And I also want to give a huge shout out to Ultimate Walljanger for the week, for the month, for the year, forever. Corey Vance, my longtime partner in crime. He's always commenting, like last week's uh, Lug Nuts podcast. Yeah, well, last week, yesterday's Lug Nuts podcast. Batman's a car guy. He also started a watch party. This man is an ultimate wall janger. He is always supporting PJ and WH, including this podcast. So, big, huge thank you to Corey. I think, for I think your brother's us. dying back there. I think he's and dying back there. Yes, he is dying back there. But I'm okay. dead. it wouldn't be the Triforce podcast or a Matman end segment if I didn't have a long drawn out goodbye. I am Matthew Bucherell, the Matman dying in the corner. Is Stephen Bucherell, big brother, Link Diablo, <laughs> our mascot is behind us. Amy Tucker, no nickname needed, is right above us. And old man Christopher Bristow is be- the only one actually visible. Bye, gang. We'll see you next week. Game on! I'm sorry you're in the way of the air conditioner. <laughs> just realized I'm cutting off Chris's head, and Kelly looks like he's sitting on the beach for a photo. You didn't see the look in her eye when he took off half of her hair with his spider stickiness. Kids! The word of the week is masochism. Oh, no. <laughs> I would have had to have, I don't know, killed a whole, like, Coruscant temple full of yinglings. They're like the Daleks. They finally figured out stairs. Pizza. Oh, hi. Pizza. Pizza. To be fair. All right. Well, it is really fucking hot. I don't blame Ooh. you. You know, <laughs> it's... Just... Just kick it up, man. This the setup is nice to where I kind of feel like if we actually have that thing on like eighty or higher, we could have it on and it'll just keep it at that high temperature and it'll only kinda of kick on every once in a while. It won't be that annoying. So we won't have to die in summer. <laughs> so I kinda of go with my idea. Right when right when high definition was coming out. Mm-hmm. Um he came up to me and said, "Sir, do you sell any high defecation TVs?" I'm like, "Sir, <laughs> oh, I remember that. We we told that sir, on the podcast." Sir, I don't, uh, I don't know if we have any TVs that defecate fecal matter, but uh, I have some high definition TVs. You probably said that literally one year ago. Probably yeah. one year ago. That's my yeah. old age for it. You want to share out your screenage? No. You're gonna have to guess. Everybody wants so goddamn much from me when I'm. Everybody wants some. How about you? (laughs) (laughs) I can't do the high part, but I can do that. Man, wasn't that an awesome podcast? Yeah, it was fantastic. I, I get more and more surprised every time at how good these are. But I tell you what, the people are gonna do. They're gonna mash that subscribe button, and from the heavenly voices above. They're going to find above me. That's you, Amy. <laughs> I don't remember what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> They're going to find the best Bird Jangers and Wallhangers video that is for you specifically. And then above Steve's head over there in the godly box, the old man who does hand signals that nobody could see. Yep. God, this is awful. <laughs>
You should not have told them to improvise. I gotta tell you, right lines. You gotta got paper, got pencil, right lines. This is gonna be great. And you need them to stuff. go. But da, 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 him da, and I da. are gonna do this again like, after we share. cut all of you off. <laughs> We're gonna do it again, and I'm gonna get it right. But thank you guys you gotta for trying. Gotta make it a super real. That's what it is. So. Yeah. <laughs>